Good day. My name is Sky, and I appreciate you spending some study time with me. I'm here to help you make money in online poker by teaching you key strategies and getting you to take action. So I'm back into studying the Japanese language because I'm uh, planning a trip with the family to Japan, and I want to be able to travel uh, decently easily, right? Well, in resuming my studies, I was uh, reminded of six Japanese words that I absolutely love, and I think they're totally applicable to life in general and having a great mindset through life, but also within poker and the whole idea that we want to become better poker players. These six mindset words or concepts from the Japanese language will definitely help us out. So go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod four seven four. So you can see these six words, see the definitions, and see the areas in which I think they're applicable to poker players. So let's get to the first word, and it's a word I use to kick off every episode. Gambate. Sir, just a little anxious to get up there and whoop E.T.'s ass, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. you get your chance, you'll all get your chance. Good hunting. Dismissed! Let's kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. All right, so gambate means do your best or get them or knock them dead all rolled into one. And it's spelled G-A-N-B-A-T-T-E, gambate. Now, it's a word, of course, that's used to encourage others or to encourage yourself to do your best. Now, I say it all the time before I start to play session just simply to motivate me to play my best. And of course, as you just heard in the podcast, I say it at the start of every single podcast, right? But When I say it in the podcast, it kind of has two meanings. It encourages me to deliver the best possible podcast that I can, kind of helpful, useful uh, uh, content for you to learn from. But the second thing it does when I say it, it's to encourage you to listen up, to take notes, and to apply what you learn either on or off the felt. All right, word number two is Kaizen, and that is spelled K-A-I-Z-E-N. And the definition of this is a, it's a Japanese business philosophy of continuous improvement. So it's like noticing that something uh, could perform better in your within your business, like maybe bring more revenue in or spend less time on the production line so that it can be put into stores quicker. An example of this is like what Toyota does for its company. They have a process of Kaizen, kind of a cycle that can be viewed as plan, do, check, and act. So if a Toyota employee notices that one step in the production line, maybe it could be shortened to speed things up, right? So he's going to work with his supervisor to plan how that they could uh, put this into place and, you know, to do a little bit of research, see if it will actually speed up production. If they find that it will, they implement the change. So they do the change. They make the change. Then, of course, they check the results to see whether it really did speed up production and if it's a viable operation. And if so, they finally act upon the change and they make it a permanent part of the production process. So they've overall just improved the work that they do. And then, of course, they continue on with their work until somebody else notices something else that can be improved. So within poker, we can follow the same process of plan, do, check, then act. For example, let's say you're studying 3-Bet Bluffing, and you hear in one of my podcasts, I tell you something like, hey, suited baby aces, ace-5, ace-4, ace-3, ace-deuce suited, those are all good for 3-Bet Bluffing because of their blocking power and their straight potential and their flush potential. So you hear that, and you decide to make a plan to try using these hands as 3-Bet Bluffs maybe over your next five sessions, right? And you're going to do it from various positions, in position and out of position 3-Bet Bluffs. 
So then as you play during these five sessions, you are focused on doing or making three bet bluffs with any baby aces that you uh, that you end up getting dealt. Of course, you're going to tag each of these hands so that you can check or review them after the session. After the first session, you continue experimenting with these hands in the second, third, fourth, fifth session, finally. And then after all this playing with these hands, reviewing the hands, you're going to decide whether or not to act upon what you've learned and either implement baby aces as a permanent three-bet bluffing hand or maybe not do it based on your findings if you enjoyed, if you found success with them or not. And then, of course, you're going to just repeat this process with the next strategy you study, whatever that is. That is Kaizen, a process of continuous improvement. Word number three today is Shoshin. That's spelled S-H-O-S-H-I-N. And the meaning of this is having a beginner's mind. So it's like letting go of old ideas and any notions that you have, and you're just being open and eager to hear new ideas. I imagine a lot of you have played football. You've thrown footballs in the past, right? Well, It's like maybe the first time you picked up a football and your coach or your dad, they showed you how to grip it, how to cock your arm back, and then how to attempt to throw it in a spiral motion uh, back to the coach, right? So maybe before this, you probably threw rubber balls, tennis balls, baseballs, golf balls, whatever, and some of the mechanics are the same. But if you throw the football with all the same motions, you're going to end up throwing it all wobbly. Well, listening with an open mind to your coach or your dad, whoever it is, and then acting upon the directions they give you, that's what's going to teach you how to throw it properly. If you don't listen, if you don't have that open mind, wobbly football's all over the place. And of course, most of us are eager to learn how to throw that football properly because we want our ball to like spiral beautifully through the air like we see on TV, you know? So we can use the idea of Shoshin in poker uh, as we try to be open to any new ideas that we're presented with and we're eager to try them out for ourselves. You don't want to be like those people that you often see in forums that when somebody posts a new idea, they quickly shoot it down with a short sentence and you know they're often deriding the original poster, right? They say something simple like, hey, that's a terrible idea. It's never going to work in my games. And so these people have a closed off attitude, right? They don't have a Shoshin outlook in poker. When they're presented with that new idea, they just automatically uh, uh, shoot it down. They poo-poo that idea instead of actually giving a little bit of critical thought to see if there's some valid uh, point to that new idea. So that's what you need to do. Have that open mind. Whenever somebody shares an idea, sure, they might be wrong, but they could also be right. It's up to you to put some thought behind it to see how it could uh, possibly apply to your own games. The fourth word is isho kenme. And that's actually two words, I-S-S-H-O, Isho, Kenme, K-E-N-M-E-I. Now, the meaning of this is to work hard or with utmost effort. But the original use was for a samurai, and it meant to devote one's life to protect their inherited land. So I was looking a little bit into this word, and I found a website. uh, It was a kendo website, the Japanese martial art kendo. And the sensei there, he uses it. He teaches his student... Uh, his students, that Isho Kenmei means to devote yourself into whatever you're doing at the moment. So for kendoists, it's like putting your full attention to learning the next movement your sensei teaches you, or it's just having a full dedication to each cut that you're making. And for Isho Kenmei within poker, you know, one of the things I teach all my students is to focus on one thing until done. 
Now, learning is more efficient and productive when you devote your time to one concept only. Just imagine trying to work on learning player types, making better three bets, post-flop bluffing and post-flop bluff sizing and facing donk bets and check raising and improving your river calls. Trying to do that all at the same time? Well, your mind is going to be bouncing around between so many disparate topics that you'd be extremely lucky to make any progress along one, let alone be able to connect the dots you know, between some of the different topics. Your learning is going to be so much more improved and you'll feel way less overwhelmed when you devote your study to one topic at a time. So this week, as you work on your understanding of player types, totally focus only on that. All of your play, all of your studying off the felt is dedicated to that. Next week, you're going to work on three bets. The following week, it's post-flop bluffing time and so on and so forth. So devote yourself to one poker strategy at a time. So word number five is gaman, and this was originally a teaching of Zen Buddhism, and according to Wikipedia, it means enduring the seemingly unbearable with patience and dignity. Oh, I forgot the spelling. Gaman, G-A-M-A-N. Now, this is persevering through hardship or having patience in trying times or with difficult situations. And you can imagine for us poker players, right, we need to persevere through the ups and downs, through the variance that obviously comes with poker, right? We must have patience to deal with those beats and the suckouts that can set us off, cause tilt, and lead to huge losses. Also something with patience, right? You know when you're getting impatient, you're bored at the table, you start playing hands like 7-4 suited and king-9 offsuit in spots that you shouldn't be playing. Well, when you have gaman, when you have patience and uh, uh, patience and you persevere through these boring times even, you're going to avoid playing in those negative EV money-losing situations. When you have that patience, you're going to wait for the right spots, the right opponents to tackle, the right uh, hands that you're dealt, the right post-flop situations as well to get aggressive, maybe to stay passive, whatever it is. But patience really does pay off in poker. So I want you to get zen in poker and keep your emotions under control so that you can continue to study and play with purpose. So, gaman. Now, the final word, and this is one of my favorites, although I've only shared it with the audience once in, in, a, in a video in the past, but it's otsukare samades. Once again, otsukare samades. And that's spelled, it's three different words, otsukare, O-T-S-U-K-A-R-E, sama, S-A-M-A, Des, D-S-U. Now, the meaning behind this is simply job well done. And it's often said from one coworker to another, or maybe people on a, members of a team, a sports team or something, saying it from one to, uh, you know, between each other. But it doesn't mean that your work is over, right? You don't say job well done and bam, we are done. It's just today's portion of the work is over. So at the end of the day, people say it to express appreciation of the work of others. And when I worked in Japan, we would also say it uh, to each other at the beginning of the day. It's kind of a way to acknowledge the work ahead and that we're all in this together. We're all one big team working on whatever it is that we're working on, right? So I like to think of it as a way to encourage yourself or encourage others to keep on keeping on. So because poker improvement is a never-ending process of improvement, like Kaizen, that first word from earlier, right, or the second word, the hard work that you put in each day to play and study with purpose, that's just going to be repeated the next day, then the next after that. 
So if you say to yourself or others, maybe if you have a study group, some poker friends or something, after you guys play a session, do some studying, that's like saying, great work today. You've improved those skills, but you're going to be back at it tomorrow. And that actually reminds me of one of my favorite movies. Finally, Roberts decided something. He said, all right, Wesley, never had a valet. You can try it tonight. I'm most likely to kill you in the morning. Three years he said that. Good night, Wesley. Good work. Sleep well. I'm most likely to kill you in the morning. Well, thanks so much for listening. Go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 474. You'll see my latest YouTube video posted right there on the page. And on the sidebar, you can sign up for the How to Win Online Poker Workshop, where you're going to learn the three key secrets to profiting in online poker. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.